Hello everybody, this is Pastor Mark Zapolita with Impact Church San Diego and I am so excited that you are here joining us today. I hope this message inspires you, motivates you, and renews your faith. God bless you. It's still Jesus, hallelujah. And I'm, I'm going to read it, I'm going to read it in the... In a, NIV version. I'm going to Acts chapter 1. Acts chapter 1 verse 4. Starting with verse 4. We're going to read verse 4, 5, and 8. Now let's just read the whole thing. And the word of God reads like this in Acts chapter 1, verse 4. It says, On one occasion, while he was eating with them, Jesus, he gave them this command. Do not leave Jerusalem, but wait for the gift my father promised, which you have heard me speak about. For John baptized with water, but in a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Ghost. So when they met together, they asked him, Lord, are you at this time going to restore the kingdom of Israel? He said to them, it is not for you to know these things at this time, the dates the father has set by his own authority. But, but, forget about these things. Don't worry about that. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes on you and you will be my witnesses in Jerusalem and all Judea, Samaria, and all the ends of the earth. Praise God. Let's go to the Lord in prayer at this time. Heavenly Father, we come before your presence to thank you, Lord Jesus, which you have already manifested in this place. God, I ask you to continue to move in each and every heart right now. Hallelujah. Everybody that is seeking your presence, everybody that is seeking a touch from God, everybody who is searching, everybody who is looking, everybody who is striving, everybody who wants the gift of the power of the Holy Ghost can receive it because you had promised it to all mankind, Lord. We ask you, Lord Jesus, to open up every heart every mind God to receive this word with gladness we thank you Lord Jesus we honor you and we love you in your wonderful name we pray and everybody say amen Amen. you may be seated at this time it was very fitting that the spirit had fell in this place during praise and worship and I was feeling it it was moving in this place from left to right from top to bottom from each doorway praise God hallelujah and I just thank God, for giving us that gift that he's given us, praise God, that was promised, praise God, hallelujah. And we thank him for that. He says, do not leave Jerusalem. He had promised them, hey, listen, something is going to happen. You can't go very far. I need you to conjoin together, and you cannot leave Jerusalem because something's going to happen, praise God. He says that uh, uh, a gift, a gift that my father is going to give to you, praise God. If you receive a gift, do you say, do you say thank you or do you say no thank you, praise God? If it's given to me, I'm going to take it. If you give me a box of donuts, I'm going to receive it. It's a gift, hallelujah. I shouldn't have it because I'm diabetic, brother. I shouldn't have a box of donuts. We'll give it to Brother Henry. He'll take the donut. 
Second the motion. Praise God. Hallelujah. But you know, when somebody gives you a gift, you receive it with gladness. You don't look upon it as like, no, why did you do that? I don't want that. Some people do. But for the most part, a lot of people say, yeah, I'll take it. I'll, I'll receive it with gladness. It's free. A gift is free. You don't have to purchase it. You don't have to see how much it costs. You don't have to save for it. It is something given to you free of charge. And that's what Jesus Christ did over 2,000 years ago on the cross. He says, do not leave Jerusalem, praise God, but you need to wait for a gift that my Father promised you, which you, you have heard me speak about. Hallelujah. See, Jesus told them, listen, the, the, my, my Father's going to give you a comforter in my name. Hallelujah. He says, I'm, uh, in John chapter 14, verse 26, but the comforter, which the is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name, he shall teach you all things. See, here's the thing. In which name did he said he was going to send them in? In Jesus' name. We hear a lot of people say, no, we're going to baptize you in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost. Jesus did say that, yes, before he ascended into heaven. But here's the thing. They didn't receive that revelation until the Spirit of God fell on them in, the, in them on the book of Acts. That's why Peter stood up and said, repent and be baptized, every one of you. In Jesus' name, I said, wait a minute, wait a minute. If there was other disciples there with Peter, and they said, hey, wait a minute, Peter, Jesus said, baptize in the name of the Father, Son, and the Holy Ghost. Why are you baptizing in Jesus' name? We were all there. Nobody stopped them because it was revealed to them by the Holy Ghost in which name it was supposed to come in. Because Jesus said, the comforter, which is the Holy Ghost, whom the Father will send in my name. And the authority of Jesus Christ in my name, praise God, it shall come. And it came in a rushing mighty wind and cloven tongues of fire. And it sat on each and every one of them, praise God. And it was revealed to them in which name it was supposed to be. And it was in the name of Jesus. That's why Peter stood up boldly and he said, and the spirit of God moved through him through his tongue and said, repent and be baptized every one of you in the name of Jesus Christ for the remission of sins. And what? And ye shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. It's didn't say necessarily you will but you shall receive it anybody who wants it that shall means there needs to be another participant there needs to be an action that you need to do to receive it and what do you need to do to to receive it you need to ask your father in heaven you need to ask i want to receive it i want to feel it i want to know what it is like to be born again hallelujah John baptized, praise God. As he baptized people, he says, come forth, the kingdom of heaven is at hand. And he baptized him, praise God. And when he saw Jesus Christ coming to him, he saw, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, hallelujah. And he said, look it, you know, it's not me that should baptize you. You should be baptizing me. And Jesus said, let it be so for now to fulfill all righteousness, hallelujah. John also said that the one that comes, I baptize with water, but the one that comes after me will baptize you in the Holy Spirit. I like to say Holy Ghost, praise God. I'm an old school Pentecostal apostolic prayer. I like to say Holy Ghost. Why? Because, you know, when you say Holy Spirit, oh, the Spirit, that's a nice, you know, the Spirit. When you say ghost, it's, whoa, kukui. <laughs> you know, it's a, it's a little more scarier, right? Oh, you know, when I was little, it's, oh, the Holy Ghost. They're like, oh, my God. You know, you start getting, so you start thinking of Casper and stuff like that. But the Holy Ghost comes with power and might, praise God. It takes over you, not not necessarily, it it, it will submit to what you want to do, praise God. But if you do the will of your Father who is in heaven, it will give you power to do those things, hallelujah. Praise God, praise God. The Bible says, I like this. The Bible says here in Ephesians chapter 5, verse 15 through 20, it says, see, 
See that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Praise God. We know that we look around, we turn on the TV, we look at the news. A lot of things are happening right now that we don't necessarily agree with, that we know that the enemy is at work, and we know it's a demon because it continues to manifest itself in every channel, every news station that you turn on. Hallelujah. So we know that we got to rebuke it in the name of Jesus. So it says, redeeming the time because the days are evil. We don't have time. We can't have time to sit and, and watch Netflix for six hours. We can't can't be playing Roblox for five hours a day, praise God, and claiming that we're Christians on fire for God, because if we were Christians on fire for God, hallelujah, we would be opening up the word of God. See, when it says being on our knees and praying and asking God for an indwelling of the spirit, hallelujah, I remember somebody saying years ago, yeah, I, I received the spirit back in 1953 when I got baptized. Okay, we're in 2000 something. So, you know, when was the last time that you received the Holy Ghost? And I said, well, you know, I, I received it back then. I had it back then. Continue reading. I will get to that point. Verse 17 of Ephesians chapter 5. Wherefore, be ye not unwise, but understanding what will, what the will of the Lord is, what God's will is. If we live in the Spirit, as God is Spirit, we need to worship in Him, Spirit and in truth, we will realize what God's will is. Praise God. We'll never know what God's will is when we continue to live in this world. We need to live in the Spirit, pray in the Spirit, because God is Spirit. Verse 18. I like this one. And be not drunk with wine, whereas in is excess, but be filled with the Holy Spirit. Let me rephrase this scripture once again. But be ye not filled with wine, which is in excess, but be filled with the Spirit. Let me rephrase that scripture again. But be ye not drunk with wine, in which in is excess, but be drunk with the Holy Spirit. How many here has ever had a hallelujah hangover? How many here have had a hallelujah hangover? You're so in worship with God. You're speaking in tongues. I've seen people slain in the spirit for hours. They get up and they're like, oh, my God, what happened to me? Are you OK? It felt like a truck. I mean, something happened to me. But here's the thing. When you drink wine as in his excess and you wake up with a hangover, you get up. Everything's like, oh, my God, what happened? And next thing you know, you see everything posted on your Instagram and your Facebook. Praise God. Oh, my God, I can't believe I did that. Hallelujah. But here's the thing with the Holy Ghost. When you you are drunk with the spirit hallelujah it doesn't it doesn't knock you it'll knock you in the next week but it's not going to make you do things praise god it's going to heal you from the inside out it will give you power to do god's will hallelujah here's the thing be ye not drunk with wine but be drunk with the spirit some of us here have gotten drunk every single weekend but we say yeah i got filled in the holy ghost drunk with the holy spirit back in 1995 back in 2001 hallelujah some of us drink here every night some of us drink every single a weekend we get drunk with alcohol when was the last time that we got drunk with the holy spirit hallelujah we need to go to the store we need to open up that cooler grab a, a bottle of uh, you know a, a 40 of the holy ghost hallelujah and we need to crack that bad boy open and drink that because the father said hallelujah what i give to you praise god is a gift from me receive it hallelujah anybody who wants it can receive it glory to god Glory to God. Hallelujah. We need to drink. We need to drink. We need to drink of the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. 
Jeremiah, uh, when he received it, he said, a hot coal, it says, you know, it, it, the, the word of God, it was like fire shot up in my bones, hallelujah. When you receive the gift of the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, it makes you, it gives you an emboldenedness to do things that you thought you could never do before. It can take out, it can take away anxiety, nervousness. If you have a problem to talking to people about anything, about the word of God, praise God, this will give you the power. That's why the Bible says, Jesus said, go out into the, you know, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the world. How are we going to do that? The power of the Holy Ghost is going to give you that ability to do so. Hallelujah. Praise God. He says right here. Going back to the book of Acts chapter 1. But you will receive power when the Holy Spirit comes upon you and you will be my witnesses. What are you going to do? What are you going to do with power? To receive power to do what? To be witnesses in Jerusalem. That's your home. And all Judea. That's your neighborhood. And Samaria. That's your city. And the other most part, the ends of the earth. How is that going to happen? You have a Facebook. You have a TikTok. You have a, you have a, you have an Instagram. You have an account somewhere that you can proclaim the name of Jesus and post it up. Praise God. But I have a, I have a word, I have a WordPress account that I used to put inspiring words. Praise God. And, 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 and it showed me what people, where, where I was reaching at. It wasn't just my friends. It wasn't just uh, California, San Diego. I started reaching Taiwan, the United Kingdom, praise God, South Africa. I started reaching people all over the world. I'm like, this is it. I don't have the money to grab an airplane flight ticket to go anywhere to go preach and teach the word. But you know what? I have a computer. I have, I, have a, I have something in my hands that I can continue to, to, to post things to reach people far from my vicinity. Hallelujah. And I thank God for that. So be drunk with the Holy Spirit and no longer with wine, praise God. And I guarantee you, once you are drunk with the Holy Spirit, you start speaking in tongues, the indwelling of the power of the Holy Ghost with inside of you, you will no longer want to touch that bottle again. I guarantee you, hallelujah. I guarantee you, praise God. Verse 19, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Oh, Ephesians chapter 5 still. Verse 19, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melodies in your heart to the Lord. Hallelujah. What pleases God? What pleases God? What pleases God is honest to goodness, sincere worship unto him. Are you pleasing him or are you not pleasing him? If you're not pleasing him, you're pleasing the devil. If you're pleasing God, you're pleasing God. So you got to think to yourself, what pleases God? What pleases the devil? Well, what worships God? Praise God. What exalts God? That's what pleases him. What exalts the devil? What worships the devil? Things that are not of God. Hallelujah. It's either here and there. It's black or white. Very simple. There's no in the middle because the Bible does talk about in the middle. What does the Bible talk about in the middle? It says that, you know, be, I'd rather be, you be hot or cold but not lukewarm. Lukewarm is that I think I'll just show up to church and have a good time and go home and do whatever I want to do. I'll think I'll, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll go to church, but I'll hang out on Friday night with my buddies. Praise God. I'll go to church. I'll sing songs. I'll, you know, I'll, you know, I'll do what I have to do. I'll go through the motions to make it look see. I went to church. Praise God. But and then go out on Monday and, and, and live, relive your old life. Praise God. Back from the beginning. Some of us are only one hour, uh, you know, one, one hour, you know, Chuck E. Cheese Christians. You, they, come, they come to church, they hear a Chuck E. Cheese gospel, you know, to hear, you know, uh, a nice, you know, nice, fluffy, you know, bongo playing hippie Jesus. Praise God. But here's the thing. Hallelujah. Jesus did flip over tables and crack whips. He did. 
He came into the synagogue and saw everybody, you know, start doing some shysty deals in the temple. And he got very angry. The Bible says that he fashioned a whip. Where did he get the material? I think he went like this and something just appeared. Started, he started cracking whips and flipping tables. Hallelujah. He says, uh, the, uh, the, the word says that my house should be a house of prayer. Jesus said this. That my house, Jesus said this, that my house should be a house of prayer. And as he flipped over the tables, they were selling animals. They were selling doves for sacrifices to make it easy for the people to, that, that were passing by. Praise God. See, the, the, the high priest and, you know, the shysty people that just want to make a quick buck. Said, you know, let's make it a lot easier for the gospel to be spread, to be spread to the people and their sacrifices, you know, easy to grab so they can choose. Mm, I, I need a dove. I need one of these guys. Okay, I'll take those things. You know, it's, it's like a, a drive-by. It's like a drive-by thing praise God. And a lot of people want to have a drive-by worship. They want to have a drive-by service. That's why their service is only one hour and nothing happens, nothing manifests. The move of God doesn't happen. That's why Jesus says, I knock on the, I stand at the door and knock because, hey, I'm outside knocking. You're not letting me in. You're having a church service. And I wasn't invited. And as Jesus walked into the temple and started flipping tables, there was a, the Bible says that there was a crate that had doves in it. Doves in the, in the word of God is a symbolism of the Holy Ghost. When, remember, when Jesus uh, was baptized, uh, something came down as a dove, as the Holy Ghost, praise God. And they had it caged. They had it caged with inside the, in, in the temple. And when Jesus flipped the, the, the cages, the temple, the cages broke and released the spirit, released the doves. See, the doves are, uh, are synonymous with the Spirit in the Bible, praise God. And the very next verse, what does the very next verse say? I believe it's in the book of Mark. The very next book, verse after he tipped over the tables that had the, the, the caged doves, and once the, the cage hit the ground, it broke open. The doves were freely flying again. Birds need to fly. I'm an eagle. I need to fly. I got wings, praise God. Hallelujah. And, and when the doves flew, which is a symbolism of the Holy Spirit, the next verse says people came in to be healed by him. When you release the Holy Spirit, hallelujah, within the, within the church, hallelujah, within the group, within the children of God, hallelujah, people come to become to heal emotionally, spiritually, physically, hallelujah. We can't keep, we can't not keep anymore uh, the Holy Ghost caged up, praise God, and let it release once a year, once a decade, once a, you know, once a century. It needs to move all the time, hallelujah. That's why the Bible says, be not drunk with wine, but be drunk with the Spirit, praise God, hallelujah. We need to put the bottle down, and we need to drink of the Holy Holy Spirit, hallelujah, out of his belly should show, flow rivers of living water, hallelujah, that living water needs to be drank and praise God, hallelujah, hallelujah, and the one thing that we need to do once we receive these things, verse 20 of Ephesians 5, to give thanks always for all things unto God and the Father in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, hallelujah, praise God, hallelujah. Jesus, Matthew uh, uh, 3, verse 11, John says, I indeed, I indeed, he's saying this, the one that was crying out in the wilderness, the one that was eating uh, a locust and wild honey, I don't, I don't know what that tastes like, but I'm sure if you got a locust, you put honey on it, you can eat anything. <laughs> Amen. Paul says, you know, he eats uh, locusts and wild honey in that order, or he eats the honey first and then the locust, because I would put something sweet in my mouth first before I eat something crunchy and crawly. Yeah. Amen. Yeah. Or you move it, you put it together. You put it together. You dip it in the honey, praise God. That's what he was doing. So he says in the book of Matthew, chapter 3, verse 11, I indeed baptize you with, uh, unto repentance, but he that cometh after me is mightier than I, talking about Jesus Christ, 
whose shoes that I am not worthy to bear. He shall baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. Hallelujah. He that comes after me is mightier than I. There's two baptisms, praise God. There's a baptism of water, which is a baptism of repentance, and there's the baptism of the Holy Ghost, praise God. And that is freely given to each and one of those who want to receive, who want to, who want to feel the indwelling of the Holy Spirit, praise God. Acts chapter 19, verse 1 through 6. We see Paul, he's, he's walking around, and he's, he, was, he was the main person that was against the church, but God changed him. If God can change Saul, his, now, his name was Saul before he, he was renamed Paul. If God can change somebody who was persecuting the children of God to work for the honor and glory of God, for the kingdom of God, he can change somebody who was horrible just like me. And every time I say somebody horrible just like me, I got to refer back to Adolfo because he remembers how I was when I was a kid. I was a little travieso mocoso and playing drums when I was 13, 14 years old. And that's how I was. Hallelujah. I, I was very rude. I was rude, crude, infectious dude. I had to make it rhyme. I had to make it rhyme in order for that to work. If he can change Saul, if he can change me, he changed Saul that way, he can change you too, no matter what you're going through in your life right now. Hallelujah. Acts chapter 19, verse 1. And it says, And it came to pass that while Apollos was at Corinth, Paul having passed through the upper coast, came to Ephesus and finding certain disciples. He said unto them, Have ye received the Holy Ghost since ye believed? And they said unto him, We have not even heard if there was, if there was even any Holy Ghost. He saw some disciples. How did he know there were disciples? He says, by, by the, the love that you have for other people will show other people that you are my disciples. So somewhere along the line, Paul said, these got to be disciples. They act a little bit different. They talk a little bit different. They walk a little bit different, praise God. But something is, is, is missing from that little bit different of them. So he said, hey, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And they said, we haven't even heard if there was any Holy Ghost. What, what are you talking about? What is this ghost? You know? What is this ghost? What are you talking about? He says, verse 3, and he said unto them, unto what then were you baptized? Into what baptism did you receive? And they said, the baptiz- uh, the, uh, unto John's baptism. He said, then what were you baptized in? Remember, there's two baptisms. There's the baptism of repentance, which is in water, and that was a, that's an outward declaration if it were conviction, Okay. That's something that we need to do to show, hey, listen, I want to be a child. I want to do it. What did Jesus do? He got baptized in water. Why did he get baptized in water? To fulfill all righteousness. Well, guess what? I want to fulfill all righteousness too. I want to get baptized as well in the name of Jesus. Okay? So he said, unto what baptism were you baptized unto? And he said, and they said, unto John's baptism. Now, this is what Paul says in verse 4 of, uh, of Acts chapter 19. Then said Paul, John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance. Remember, we recently read that up here in John chapter four, uh, John chapter uh, Matthew chapter three verse eleven. He says, "John verily baptized with the baptism of repentance, saying unto the people that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is on Christ Jesus." So all those who were baptized in water of the repentance. 
Good job. Praise God. And how did Jesus say that? Well, go back, go ye therefore baptizing, you know, them in the in name of the Father, name of the Son, name of the Holy Ghost. And it was revealed to them in Acts, in the book of Acts, when as in a rushing mighty wind, cloven tongues of fire that was revealed to them. He was talking about in the name of Jesus in himself, praise God. So he said that they should believe on him which should come after him, that is on Christ Jesus. Verse 5, when they heard this, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word of God. When they heard this, and the word became flesh and dwelt among us. When they heard this, hallelujah, they were baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Not only that, Peter said, repent and be baptized, every one of you, in the name of Jesus. Paul, uh, chapters later, times later, had baptized them also in the name of Jesus. So also Paul, who was zealous about the scripture, praise God, he thought he was doing a good thing by persecuting the church. Well, when God picked them up and slapped them around and showed them, hey, look at this is what the scriptures say, praise God, he also was revealed to him that in the name of Jesus, everybody should be baptized. Hallelujah. So when they heard this, they were baptized in the name of Jesus. I love this part right here. Verse six. And when Paul laid laid his hands on them. And when Paul laid his hands on them, the Holy Ghost came on them and they spoke with tongues and prophesied. Hallelujah. They spoke in tongues and prophesied. But brother Mike, I don't know how to speak and neither did I when it came out of me. Praise God. Hallelujah. They're speaking in tongues for, for, for translations and, and for the edification of the church. There's praying in tongues that doesn't need no translation. It's just you, the Holy Spirit, and God speaking. Praise God right there. Hallelujah. Sir, so there is no shame in the Holy Ghost game to speak in tongues. Hallelujah. Yes. Amen. What's that, what's that song? Been baptized in Jesus' name, spoke in tongues when Holy Ghost came. Uh, Holy Ghost came. We are happy people. Yes, we are. All the old people say, amen, no? Amen. All right. Have you ever heard that one before? Amen, no? Oh, Jesus. Praise God. Hallelujah. They spoke in tongues and prophesied. Speaking in tongues and prophesied go hand to hand. Amen? Speaking in tongues goes hand in hand with prophesying. You will receive power once the Holy Ghost comes upon you, and you shall prophesy. You shall go make disciples out of all men in, in Samaria, Judea, uh, uh, Jerusalem, uh, Judea, Samaria, and other under the earth. Praise God. Like I said, you got to do. You got to convict. You got to prophesy to your home, to your family, to your cousins, your uncles. Praise God. Your nephews, your nieces, anybody. Praise God. You got to speak to them about the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. And, and if they receive it, praise God. If they don't, then you know what? Okay, I I got to I got to continue moving on because the presence of God is telling me that I need to go to. Judea now. I need to go to the city. I need to do other things. Praise God. If you need to post it online, you need to post it on your Facebook, go ahead and do it there. You have no shame in the, in the gospel game. Praise God. You need to put it out there. Show people who you are. Hallelujah. I have people to tell me all the time, you know, when I post things on, either on my Instagram stories, my Facebook stories, or something like that, you know, they, they, they message me and they ask me questions about this. When you start revealing to other people who you are, people will discreetly come into you. Like Nicodemus, he came to Jesus by night. Why? Because he didn't want other people to see that he was coming to Jesus and asking questions because, you know, he was also part of the whole, you know, the, 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 the religious group, but he, he was curious. He, he had questions, hallelujah, about what Jesus was talking about and how he was ministering. So he went up to Jesus by night, you know, very discreetly, you know, how do you, he, he slid into Jesus's DMs by night. Yeah. Yeah. That's how he did it. He didn't want anybody to know. So he snuck into his DMs. 
The Spirit of God, the Holy Ghost, is for everybody who wants to receive it. Paul preaches about, about the Holy Ghost, about the, the indwelling of the Holy Ghost, about speaking in tongues, though I wish everybody could speak in tongues. He doesn't say some people are not, some people will. You know, there is the gift of tongues, there's the gift of interpretation of tongues, but everybody can pray in tongues, praise God. That if anybody wants to receive it, they will receive it in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. And in the Bible, you had your Jews, you had your Gentiles. Jews could not co-inhabitate with Gentiles, people who are not Jews. Okay? Gentiles are people who are not Jews. And as the Jewish, they kept their, they kept their sacraments, they kept their religiousness, they kept their, all their things. And one of the things is that they could not eat with people who were not of Jewish descent. One day, Peter was praying. And Peter was the one that told Jesus, you know, that Jesus told Peter three times, you know, do you love me, Peter? He said, yeah, then feed my sheep. And he also gave him the kings to the heaven and earth, saying, whatever you bind on earth will be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth, whatever be, it will be loose in heaven. So Peter was given the keys, praise God, to open doorways for the kingdom of God here on earth. So as Peter prayed, praise God, we see this in Acts chapter 10. As Peter prayed, he was, uh, he was hungry. He was hungry, but he, as the meal was, the Bible says as the meal was being prepared, he was on the upstairs on the roof and he was praying. And as he was praying, God gave him a vision of a sheet being sent down by four, the four corners. And on that sheet was all animals of all types, of all kinds of animals. And the voice of God told Peter, says, Peter, get up and uh, kill and eat. And Peter's like, no, Lord. Because he was a very religious Jew, he never, he, you know, he would always follow by the guidelines of what they can do, where they can go, who they can talk to, and what they can eat. And he said, certainly not, Lord, for I've never eaten anything that was unclean. And he said, again, get up, kill, and eat. And I said, sure not, Lord, for I have never eaten anything unclean. And God told him, do not call anything I created unclean. If I created it. If I fashioned it, if I formed it, if I did it, it is not clean. It is people who make it unclean because of their religious dogmas, because of their religious mindsets. We ourselves make it unclean because, oh, that's, that's not good, that's not good, that's not good. We make it unclean, praise God. I'm not going to go out and start eating bugs off the floor or start eating little turtles and, and stuff. <laughs> you know, weird things like that, praise God. I'm not going to look at my cat walking around. Think, you know, have you seen the cartoons where I'm on a deserted island and they see, you know, something pass by and, and it just turns into a chicken leg and it starts walking like this? You know, I'm not going to be doing that with my animals. I, I, I love my animals. But, you know, if I become starving, God knows what I'm going to do. He said, get up, kill, and eat. And it says, do not let any, do not call anything that I made clean, uh, uh, have clean, uh, who have created unclean, praise God. There was another vision from a man, Cornelius, Okay, he lived, uh, he lived in Caesarea. Praise God. Uh, the Bible said in chapter, uh, verse chapter 10, at Caesarea, there was a man named Cornelius. He was a centurion in the, what was known as the Italian regiment. Praise God. He and his family worshiped God. He and his family were together praying, praise God, believing on God. Hallelujah. But they were Gentiles. Okay? Jews and Gentiles did not mix. Here's the thing. He sent for a messenger to go to go grab Peter. God told him, hey, there's a man named Peter staying at this guy's house. You need to go get him. He needs to come to your house. And the reason why he needs to come to his house is Peter needs to witness something and to, with those keys that, God had, that Jesus had given him, 
Whatever you bound on earth is going to be bound in heaven. Whatever you open on earth is going to be open in heaven. So he had the keys to open up, praise God, a kingdom setting down here on earth. So he needed to be a witness at Cornelius' house. So some men went to go retrieve Peter. Peter was walking over there, and Peter brought some of his buddies. Peter brought a couple of his friends that were of the circumcision, that were of you know, Jewish descent. Okay, praise God. The Bible says that they, you know, they, they, they were Jews. And they got, they got to Cornelius' house. When they got there, they saw everybody there in Cornelius' house. They were praying. They were worshiping God. Okay, they were praying. They believed on God. And Peter, he said, let me see if I can see it here. Peter, in the book of Acts, He says in verse, verse 28, Peter gets to Cornelius' house. He said to them, you are aware, well aware, that it is against the law. Oh, now it's against the law. See, this is the things that men like to do. They like to put their own laws into things. You know it's against the law for Jews to associate with a Gentile or visit him. He said, you know, me being here is wrong, is wrong right? You know me coming to your house is not right as for a Jewish person. He said, but, there's always a but, praise God. And I thank God that there's, there's always a but, but God. I was living in sin. I was in the gutters, but God, hallelujah. I was living in sin. I was, I was broke, I was broke, busted, and disgusted. But, you know, somewhere in the long, but God picked me up. But God pulled me out. But God placed my feet on solid ground, hallelujah. But God has shown me that I should not call any man impure or unclean. What vision did he have? He had a vision of animals. And Peter saying here, but God showed me that I should not call any man. I don't think there was any man on that vision that he had. There was just visions of animals. But God told him, do not call anything that I have created. What is the thing that God created? He created the heavens and the earth. He created the birds and the bees, the flowers and the trees, Adam and Eve. That all goes together well. Praise God, I should become a rapper or something. <laughs> but God has shown me that I should not call any man impure or unclean. Hallelujah. So God created man. Hallelujah. But man fell. He, he sinned. Praise God. But we're still made in the image of God. Praise God. So he said, any man impure and clean. So when I sent for you, I came without raising any objection. So when Peter was called to go to a non-Jewish person's house, with, with that vision freshly in mind, that word of God freshly in mind, so, okay, God, what are you going to show me? What are you going to do? So he gets to his house. Hallelujah. Then Peter began to speak after Cornelius told Peter of, of the vision he had. Then Peter, Peter began to speak. He says, I now realize how true it is. I'm on verse 34. Uh, Acts chapter 10, verse 34. Then be, Peter began to speak. I now realize how true it is that God does not show favoritism. That's where he says that he doesn't show favor. He's not a respecter of persons, that he doesn't show favoritism. Everybody is on this level. 
Everybody is on this level, praise God. Doesn't matter how tall or short you are. Everybody is on this level, hallelujah. Everybody has a level playing surface with God. It doesn't matter where you come from, what you did, what you think you did, what you're thinking right now. Everybody is on a level playing field with God. Have you ever seen when you, when you watch a baseball game and, 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 and the, okay, fine, the Padres are down four to nothing, praise God, and all of a sudden the bases are loaded and somebody hits a grand slam, Hallelujah. What do they call it? It's a new ball game. It's an even slate. Everybody's back down to zero again. That's how God sees everything. Everybody is on an even slate. He's not a respecter of persons. Praise God. Everybody is on the same, uh, the same level. Praise God. Hallelujah. It doesn't matter how spiritual. No, if you're an evangelist, not evangelist, a preacher, a teacher, or a straight out sinner. Praise God. Because the Bible says that while we were still yet in sin, he, Christ, died for, on the cross for us. Hallelujah. He does not show favoritism, verse 35, but accepts men from every nation who fear him and do what is right. He accepts everybody who fears him and does what it's right. Hallelujah. <clears throat> so he started speaking. He started speaking to him. Where are we? Here he goes, verse 44. He started talking, he started preaching the gospel. Peter started preaching to the gospel to people who were non-Jews, so, people who were not of the circumcision. The reason why I say that, because back then it was a really big deal. Back then it was a really big deal. If you weren't circumcised, you were an uncircumcised Philistine. You were not of God. You were not part of the covenant, because that's what it was. It was a covenant between God and Abraham. Circumcision was a covenant between you and God. Okay, and that was, it was, it's, it, it, you know, it, it's still in the mindset over there to the, to, to, to the Jews today. It's part of the covenant between them and Abraham, them and God. Hallelujah. But he started to preach Jesus of what he came to do and what the promise of Jesus was. He started to preach to them and to testify that he is the one whom God appointed as judge of all living and the dead. Praise God. He's talking about Jesus. He said in verse 43, all the prophets testify about him, who? Jesus, that everyone who believed in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. Praise God. In Jesus' name. Verse 44. I like this. While Peter was still speaking these words. While he was preaching, while he was testifying, the Holy Spirit came on all who heard the message. The Holy Spirit heard, came down on everybody who was sitting there. The circumcised believers, the friends that, Paul, that, uh, that uh, Peter had brought with him, his Jewish buddies, the circumcised believers who had come with Peter were astonished. They were amazed that the gift of the Holy Spirit had been poured out on the Gentiles, on those that weren't even Jewish. Wait a minute. We of the Jewish, were we, we received the Holy Ghost in the upper room. There was 120 of us, and, and it came through a rushing mighty wind of cloven tongues of fire. We received the Holy Spirit. We started to speak in tongues to the, to the point where the people outside on the street started saying, oh, those people are drunk up there. Oh, no, they were drunk. Yes, they were, but they were drunk with the Holy Spirit, and they received the Holy Spirit. And those that came with Peter to Cornelius' house saw them that the Holy Ghost was poured out on them as well. 
How did they know this? For they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. How did they know they received the same Holy Ghost that they received? Because they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Hallelujah. See, there's a... There's not a scripture. I was going to say there was a scripture. There is nowhere in the Bible, and I was raised up to believe that this was in the Bible. I was raised up to believe that this scripture was in the Bible, that the evidence of receiving the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues. Some of you guys are thinking, wait, wait a minute, that's, it's in the Bible. No, it's not. The evidence of receiving the Holy Ghost is speaking in tongues. Somebody came to me and told me this. Look, it, it's not even in the Bible. It's not in the Bible. So I started to question my faith. So I started looking it up. I started Google searching. Wait a minute. Is evidence speaking in tongues? Speaking, uh, 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 Holy Ghost speaking in tongues. Uh, Bible. Uh, Holy Ghost, tongues. Tongues, evidence, Holy Ghost. No, it's, I, I can't find it. It's right here in the book of Acts, chapter 10. The Gentiles saw the Spirit being poured out on the Gentiles. Why? For they heard them speaking in tongues and praising God. Your Honor, these Gentiles were accused of receiving the Holy Ghost. And us of the circumcision say that they are Gentiles, that they cannot receive the gift of the Holy Ghost because they are not of the circumcision. They are Gentiles. They are not Jewish descent like we are. Your Honor, we accuse them of blasphemy. You guys are accused of speaking in tongues. Do you have evidence of you speaking in tongues? Well, Peter was there. He saw us. Peter, did you see them speaking in tongues? Yes, and so did my other friends that I came that came with me take on the stands. Did all you guys see the Gentiles speaking in tongues? We did. Uh, we did. Uh, they, we did see them filled with the Holy Ghost. Okay, how did you know that they were filled with the Holy Ghost? Produce the evidence. The evidence, Your Honor. Here's the evidence. Here it is. For they spake with tongues and praising God. That is the evidence of them receiving the Holy Spirit. You won't find a scripture that says uh, 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 um, the, the evidence of, uh, of the Holy Spirit is speaking in tongues, but you'll see it that they saw them filled, poured out, filled with the Holy Spirit because why? How did they know? What did they see? How did they know it? When did they know it? Well, what did Peter, what did Peter and his buddies uh, see? And how did they see it? Well, it was poured out. How did you know? The evidence, they spoke in tongues. The evidence, they prophesied. The evidence, they, they, they praised God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise God. Can you, can, you know what? Can somebody just give God a praise and worship for that one right now? Listen, listen, I'm not here to be screaming and shouting praise God. I am excited about one thing. I'm excited about God, what God is doing and what God continues to do. Hallelujah. Because it's been prophesied in the, in, in, in the last days. And the, the prophet Joel said, in the last days, God said, I will pour out my spirit on all, on all nations, on all people, red and yellow, black and white. Hallelujah. They are precious in his sight, hallelujah. On all people, on all nations, no matter where you come from, no matter what country you come from. He says, I will pour out my spirit on all people. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. When you receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, it's always in conjunction with prophesying. Your sons and daughters will prophesy. Your young men shall see visions. Your old men will dream dreams, hallelujah. That's what's gonna happen on the last days. And I truly believe that God is going to to manifest his spirit on each and every one of us in this country, not in this country.
country, not alone in this country, but along the world. Hallelujah. And I thank God for what he is doing. I thank God for what his spirit is continued to be poured out. Hallelujah. But Mark, why are you so excited? Why are you so crazy about this? Why are you yelling about this? Because if I go to a Padre game, if I go to a football game, if I'm watching a sports team, I'm going to scream. I'm going to shout for my team. Hallelujah. Guess what? We are on God's team. We are in the army of God. We are children of God. And we got to give God all the honor and all the glory for what he has done. Let us stand right now. Praise God. Hallelujah. 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 Praise God. Hallelujah. I don't know where you're at in your spiritual life right now. I don't know if you received the Holy Ghost or it's been a while since you received the Holy Ghost. You might have gotten drunk with alcohol Friday night, but you haven't been drunk with the Holy Spirit in like 10, 20 years to the point where you don't even know what it feels like anymore. But like I said, I guarantee you, if you are filled, if you are drunk with the Holy Ghost, you'll never want to touch an alcohol again. Hallelujah. Not too long ago, I was in an, at an encuentro, an encounter, in a church in Tijuana. We, we went to go check it out because we were thinking about having those encuentros here in Otay. And uh, I saw an old, an old friend, an old minister friend of mine. He's, like, he's older than me, like 20 years older than me. He was very astute. He was very proper. When he preached, he just preached. He never, never saw him let loose. Never let, never saw him. Never, he never let the spirit take a hold of him to do, you know, to go crazy or to, to, to speak in tongues or to dance or to have fun in, in Christ Jesus. During the last night there, God touched him in a way that he was on the floor just crying speaking in tongues I'm like oh my god I never seen him like this before I respect this brother I love this brother it's an old brother and I got on my knees and I, I dealt over him and started praying for him and hugging him and an old brother an old friend of the church and my family brother Ramos picked me up by my hand come up he said quieres beber del el mismo espíritu que él tomó. Do you want to drink? He said it like that. Do you want to drink of the same spirit that he drank? I'm like, yeah. Yes, I do. Yes, I do want to drink of the same drink that he drank. I want what this guy had. 
He said, put your hands together. I went like this. And as I... <laughs> as I put my hands together, it felt like he was pouring something in my hands. It wasn't wet. It wasn't wet. It wasn't greasy. It was... It's like he started to open up something in my hands. I, I, I didn't look. I didn't want to look because I, I just wanted to concentrate and focus on what the Spirit was going to do in my life. And I had my hands like this. And, and he opened. He had his hands like this. And he went like this into my hand. Come here, brother. Come here, brother. Come here, brother. He had his hands like this. Why don't you come over here? He had his hands like this. Like you want, you want to receive something, like a gift. How do you receive a gift? You receive it like this. You receive a gift like this. Amen? So I went like this. Expecting. The Bible says that we need to come to Jesus with expectation in our heart. With expectation. With an expectation in our heart. And as I had my hands like this, he put his, he had something in his hands. I don't know what it was. I do not know what it was. And he went like this. He put it in my hands. He, I felt it overflow. I don't know what it was. I don't know what kind of air. He put it to my hands. But it wasn't a liquid. It wasn't an oil. He poured it into my hands. And he said, drink. He said, drink. I want to ask everybody right now, if you want to receive the gift of the Holy Ghost, it is free to anybody who wants to drink, my brother. Drink of the Spirit. Glory to God. Receive it. Receive the drink. Receive the drink. If you want a gift of the Holy Ghost, it's free to anybody who asks for it. It is free to anybody who wants to receive it. It is free. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But you got to receive it with expectancy, knowing that the Lord Jesus Christ is pouring out His Spirit in the last days. Hallelujah. If you don't believe that we are in the last days, turn on your TV right now. Look at the news. Look at what's going on around you. Hallelujah. You might have to go to different news outlets but look on your tv screens look at what's being reported hallelujah it is the last days and the bible says that in the last days i will pour out my spirit on all people hallelujah if you want to receive it hallelujah just open up your hearts open up your minds i want to invite anybody who wants to come to this altar right now continue drinking my brother continue drinking hallelujah if you want a touch of god right now if you want a touch of his spirit, come to this place, this altar right now. Hallelujah. Jesus wants to gift you something. Jesus wants to give you something. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Glory to God. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And when I came to my senses, after being knocked out with the Holy Ghost, when I came to my senses, I had a blue jewel in my hand. Somebody had gifted me a blue a blue jewel. It looked like a diamond but blue. And he said with this jewel, with this gift you will preach the word of God with 
passion and fire. Con fuego y pasión. Vas a predicar el evangelio. Hallelujah. I never knew that that was ever possible, praise God. But I thank Jesus, I thank Jesus, I thank Jesus, I thank Jesus for what he has given, for what he has continued to pour inside of our hearts, hallelujah, that the Spirit of God, hallelujah, continues to manifest, that continues to manifest in our lives, hallelujah, that continues to manifest, pour his Spirit into our hearts, to our mouths, hallelujah, that it continues to flow, hallelujah, hallelujah, receive, receive, hallelujah, receive the power of the Holy Ghost, receive the gift of on high, hallelujah, glory to God, hallelujah, yes, yes, hallelujah, 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 receive hallelujah, hallelujah,
I hope you enjoyed today's message, and if you did, tell a friend, because it's people like you that keep this podcast going. Thank you, and God bless you.